Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This is Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Taylor Glenn, and I'm a writer and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. As well as author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. This is where beer meets breaking and entering, Prosecco meets perjury, and vodka meets vandalism. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. I appreciate and will give extra points for anything delivered via song. <laughs> Madam, can you please step back? If you suggest that again, I might have to arrest you. Oh, get out of my heart! Why, <laughs> <laughs> FCA? <laughs> <laughs> Now it's time for Drunk Women Solving Crime. Hello and welcome to another episode of Drunk Women Solving Crime, the podcast where drunk women solve crime. (laughs) Today, I'm very pleased to welcome our guest. She is a fantastic comedian and writer. It's Joe Griffin. 
Joe, thank you so much for being with us. How are you? I'm very well. Fantastic. You. Are you ready to uh, put on your detective hat? So ready. Okay. Well, there's one question we ask just to make sure you're up to the job. And that question mm. is, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Well, potentially. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, I was having a little think about this uh, one because it's more in retrospect. I'm like, was that a crime? Was it not? So I was 16, um, doing some illegal drinking with some friends in Leicester Square. (laughs) Okay, not a crime. Not a crime. Just putting that out there. <laughs> that was not a crime. It's just hijinks. I do love it though. On this podcast, sometimes women come on saying, I'm not sure if it was a crime. And we're like, your grandmother was murdered. Like, <laughs> it was 100% a crime. Yeah. We're so apologetic. We're like, I'm so sorry. I'm I, don't so sorry. Ma- I don't want to make a fuss. <laughs> so we were doing some drinking and this was the kind of time mm. when you're sort of trying to look older. Yes. Um, we had this kind of uniform outfit. We'd go out in pinstripe blazers. Uh, <laughs> Briefcase, I think it was a jam. Briefcase, that'll do it. Um, And a trilby, Um, that was always uh, in a non-ironic way. Nice. Um, All dressed as John Cleese, basically (laughs) thinking we looked hot as hell. That's amazing. It's it was a bold look, and we're in Leicester Square. We thought we'd sneak down an alley, do a bit, little bit of um, drinking to build up the courage before we went into Yates. Um, Well, if we could get into Yates, that's the dream. It was the dream, and there was a guy. Which he, a lot of industrial bins, as you would, down an alley. Um, And he was sort of stood behind it, like, I think probably even facing the wall. So arguably not even trying to get our attention. Um, And he sort of dropped his trousers. um, Not sure that he could see us. We don't don't know. And it sort of went through our heads. We were like, oh, is he flashing us? Is Mm. it a Mooney? And now in retrospect, I genuinely don't know if he was um, just sort of caught short. Going for a little poop. Because he had sort of quite like an innocent look in his eyes. It wasn't the sort of menacing flasher look okay. that is obviously okay. the generic one what they have his, to make. Okay. What was his physical position? He dropped his trousers and... Um, crouching. He oh, crouched? Hence why I don't think yeah. it was a wee-wee. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also we could see his bum. So that's why I thought Mooney... And Mooney's a, they're not always funny, but they can be funny. Oh, no. They can be, I mean, in the right moment. In the right moment. Right moment. Much funnier than sure. Winkies. Yeah. Yeah. Much funnier. Yeah. You have to pick your moment, though. Wedding, funeral, great. Absolutely. Not when Joe's right. out on the big night out no. in Yates with a briefcase. So um, <laughs> You do not Mooney a bunch of business women. Guys, we yeah. are business women revising for our GCSEs just having a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> so we weren't that traumatized because we were. There was a lot of like, well, is it? I don't know, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So we head back out into the main square, and there's lots of police around. Obviously, it's central London. So we were like real good girls, and we were like, maybe we should report just in case. Ah. You know, let's just take away that ambiguity. Yeah. With your brief with our briefcase, <laughs> still firmly did. on. <laughs> Firm of lawyers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is after work drinks. Um, so we sort of trotted over. Gonna we report. are Jenny, Jenny, and Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Have Head you been injured on the job? <laughs> yes, it actually did look quite lawyer-esque. I think we were just going general business women. It was just women in business. Um, not sure what we do. So we said to the policeman, we're like, we're not sure if a, a man down there has uh, is flashing. And obviously, we we're a little bit pissed. And um, I've never been that close to a policeman before. And I don't know if it's changed since the. 90s but they're very very long batons oh yeah they're very long yeah 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 so i just in like a fit of giggles just a bit overexcited said, oh can i touch your baton in a very <laughs> oh, in a very yeah. like just oh you know the way um, any business woman <laughs> <laughs> top 
top-notch businessing. Briefcase baton. Let's have real, a little... Just, you know, checking the synergy. I so. am 36 and I would like to touch a baton. Can I, I please, sir? That. There's nothing like thinking you've been sort of like had some kind of sexual assault then going on and doing your own. Like, this is what I mean. The sort of perpetrator criminal thing. You're the victim. It's so fluid. I've definitely got away with this. He thinks I'm, I'm, I'm 26. Can I touch your baton? <laughs> We feel vulnerable. Can I touch your stick? And we definitely were giggling. It was sort of hair mascara day. We look, oh we look ridiculous. <laughs> but they take that very seriously. So when yeah, I said, good. they said, Madam, can you please step back? If you suggest that again, I might have to arrest you. <gasps> oh, shit. Wow. So that's when we were like, okay, sober up, sober up, sober up. Yeah, that'll do it. And he was like, do you still want to go on and report the crime? And obviously we had God, breezes <laughs> still in our pockets and we were like, oh, I'm actually freaking out. Now let's get the fuck out of here. It was obviously going through... Uh, through our heads so I said in real businesswoman um, I said said, actually not sir I I really need to move my car Um, (laughs) you didn't you did not that's what we would do to blag to get booze we'd always go we just have four four cans because we've got to move the car so we'd always say that and I, I think I said, so great. like my mum, I'd go really like parking notorious <laughs> on this side of town. Um, so I just kept saying it on loop. I was like, I've got to move the Fiat Punto, sir. I must move the Fiat Punto. <laughs> oh and we just ran. This is brilliant. Run. And you ran. And, and then you ran. ran. I mean, we walked for a bit and then we were like, I think we're out of view. Just go, go, go. <laughs> because also everybody parks near Leicester Square. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> Classic businesswoman. Also, I love the fact that you didn't choose something that you'd have to be over 18 for. You only have to be 17 to drive a car in this country, right? But you'd never complain about it until you were of age. I always found that I never got ID'd. Like when I was, you know, when you're sort of between 18 and like 25 where you're still getting ID'd. If I was sort of like having a miserable day, no one ID'd me because it's like she's Mm. not got youth. She's life has ground her. She's living a life. Yeah, yeah but yeah. If, like even yeah. now, if I go in and I'm like, hey, and they're like, ID, please. Yeah. <laughs> it really is the secret to looking older is looking miserable. It's yeah. so true. So sad. Or being in charge of vehicles. Tip for any underage people carry a, a motorbike helmet with you when, when you're trying Ooh. to buy booze. But or some car keys, Katie. Like, that's, that. that's so much less cumbersome. No, but you can't be like, hi, yeah, so Bacardi. Yeah, yeah, that, that goes a bit swingers. Just kind of yeah. fuck off my So, yeah, just honestly, for the listeners, I mimed waving some keys with my hand which just realised didn't translate <laughs> but you're quite right actually because the the, the, the helmet the is making more of a statement you, yeah you don't have to uh, go on about it yeah. that's true but if you got confused and you're holding the helmet and you're like I need to move my car and they're like what's your <laughs> She's just very, she's very safety very paranoid. It doesn't help in the US where it's 21 and it's just the most arbitrary number. Like, I am yeah. doing very 21 year old things. Yeah. 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 What would, what would be I am enjoying one? graduate school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could not physically be in graduate school. I'll just be like, oh God, graduate loans, am I right? <laughs> They call it a master's, but ooh, I don't feel like a master of anything except my own destiny tonight. Bacardi breezers, please. Watermelon. Watermelon Bacardi breezers. Yes. Which notoriously has never been drunk by anyone over 18. No. Oh, actually, and then ask for some olives because young people don't like them. Very good. To go with the breezers. Mm. I love sweet and savoury. 
Do you think you were a victim? What do you think now? Like, retelling the story, was the poor man just trying to have a little poo behind the dumpster? If he was pooping behind a dumpster, that is still illegal. That's... You're supposed to go in. Oh, that's a really good point, Katie. Yes. I have broken a lot of laws. (laughs) (laughs) How many have you done? (laughs) Like seven? (laughs) Yes, that's a good Street wees are illegal as well. Yes. Oh, but isn't it if you're pregnant, you can wee in a policeman's hat? (laughs) But still, don't touch the baton. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for this, sir. I need your hat. I'll take your badge and your hat. Thank you. But that's a good point, actually, yeah. Street wees are illegal. Gosh, yeah. all these things. Because, we all have oh, to do them occasionally, but they are so, officially illegal. Mm. So many street wees in the UK. <laughs> just so many men just weeing everywhere. Yeah. And it really bothers me. It disturbs me. And it's not the worst thing, but you're like... Mm. Oh, it really yeah. smells as well. They're never not dehydrated, the ones that do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Soho Square's very The irony. Yeah. They're not, so dehydrated. They're, they're not people that plan ahead. Wait. <laughs> so what do we think? Was it a crime? Yes. The Mooney? Yes. yes, it was still exposed. It was he might not have been deliberately trying to flash some young businesswomen. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. It is still it is still illegal to get your butt out I, in a public place. Yeah, but I, I, it doesn't sound like he was flashing necessarily. Oh, we'll but just he's never still, know. He still technically broke a law. It's true. Yeah, it's true. I think it was just confusing because obviously at that point I myself was being a badass. Sure. With my yeah. Sure. Crazy, so. I love that you're like, we should report this. <laughs> That's what a businesswoman would That's do. That's what a businesswoman would do. Before they move their cars. Yeah. Well, we, <laughs> <laughs> we usually ask, what would you say to the perpetrator if you could speak with them now? Um, this is a bit of an unusual one because it, it might be a question. <laughs> yeah, it might be you. It <laughs> might be, Do you know what? It might just Was be a salute. A but it's up to you. What would you say or do? What would I say or do? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I need this curiosity to be satisfied. Yeah, so do I. Or maybe just like simple, are you okay? Yeah. Just keep it open. Are you still, are you still crouching <laughs> behind <laughs> the bins to this day? Fair yeah. Enough. Fair enough. I love the idea that actually he sits down to pee, so he has, still has to do that when he's outside. Like he was just having a wee, <laughs> yeah. but he had to crouch. Yeah, his body but he was go. probably less visible crouching. Yeah, he could true. have been weeing. That's true. Oh my goodness. I'm not going to forget that businesswoman attire for yeah, some time. I've got to move my car. <laughs> also, like, just the idea, I just love the idea of you all, like, dancing around the briefcase. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a look. Just making a little pyramid with them leaning up with all our paperwork. Was it just the one briefcase, too? So you're like, let me hold it. No, it's my, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's my turn with the briefcase. <laughs> yeah. I'll get the drinks. Give me the case. Um, yeah, we had a couple on rotation, but, yeah, there was, it, it definitely caught on. It was a trend. So good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing pleasure. that heroin. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That is fantastic. Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. That was true crime. Are we mm-hmm. ready for some more true crime? Yes. So ready, ready, uh, ready. This is also personal in a sense. So our case involves a man called John Horn Miles, and this was sent in by a listener called Brenda. And John was actually Brenda's great-great-grandfather. Ooh! Yeah. Uh, But just so you don't feel bad speaking your mind about somebody's distant (laughs) relative, Brenda herself said uh, basically that he was a shitbag. So (laughs) she's like, by all accounts, he was a really horrible man. Um, So don't, Mm. so let loose. Okay. Don't worry. With Um, Brenda's blessing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it's kind of a lovely soap opera of a story. So here we go. Um, John was born in London in 1854. What a cunt. (laughs) Such a cunty year. Isn't it? No. No Brenda, I'm doing this for you, baby. I know you don't mind. 
no word of a lie. When I type this out, I'm like, I guarantee Hannah George <laughs> will call this guy the C word within like five minutes. She'll pick the just she's, the perfect moment. She's very predictable. Because she's a legend. Because she's a legend. <laughs> I was actually going to check, can we swear, but we can. Just to make it clear. I like, so far we were using words like poop. I even said winky instead of <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a children's podcast, if you understand. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. CBBC, we go. <laughs> so, John was born in London in 1854 to John Henry Miles and Eliza Horn Miles, and he was one of six children. His parents ran a very popular business together. So your first question is, what was the business that they ran together? So it's popular in 1854. Gun yes. shop. <laughs> gun shop. I thought you said gun shop. I did say gun shop. Yeah, like, the that. American heard gun shop. So. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to stop. Oh my gosh, so what a weird litmus test to throw out. <laughs> which which bad word did you hear? Gun or cunt? Uh, yeah, I heard gunshot, but I will accept cunt shop. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we were we were trying to get there. What me? 1874 was it? 1854. He was born. Um, so throughout this time period, they're running a very popular business together. Brothel. A brothel. Mm. Okay. <gasps> Yes. Or a bakery. <laughs> you need bread you know and banging. <laughs> so wise. And why not combine those into one glorious enterprise? Have a bonk, get a baguette, get out. <laughs> There's something for everyone. It's basically what Greg's is. <laughs> not the way I do it. No. Too far. I think probably butchers. Butchers, yeah, it's always maybe Sweeney Todd vibes. So I don't know. Yeah, because we're in London as well, aren't we? Yeah. We're in London. I'm gonna go like sweet shop. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, that's okay. kind of cute. That's very cute. I yeah. feel like you're all very close. They ran a pub. Oh, yeah, they ran a pub yeah. called the Red Lion, and it was hopping. It was doing really well. It was the Tiger Tiger of its day. <laughs> um, in fact, it was doing so well. Have you been to a Tiger Tiger? Yes, I'm but so not for a while. <laughs> yeah, not for a very long time. Uh, but the one I went to was in Cardiff, which I feel like is extra good. Absolutely. Yes. I, do, I think I, in my Leicester Square days, guys, the briefcase is back. <laughs> Any opportunity is back. Um, we definitely went to one... I feel like it's just parallel to Leicester Square. Geography is very important. Uh, with an escalator. There is one near there. <gasps> oh, yes. I, that's the one I've yeah. been to. Oh, boy. <gasps> Oh, so that was stilettos and you can't really walk in and we were just locking into the, the gate. Like, <laughs> I just I can't even imagine a pub with an escalator in it. Mm. <laughs> I remember we had one in BHS on the Isle of Wight in Newport and we'd all go BHS. there and just like go up the escalator. Just to but go up the escalator. Why in a pub? <laughs> You're so naive, Helen. You're so sweet at BHS. <laughs> I, mean, I think Tiger Tiger market themselves as more than just a pub. But <laughs> we've got escalators. <laughs> we're a pub with escalators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the tag. I think the one in Cardiff might have one. I don't remember, but I just remember being like, hey, guys, my thing in New York was I could blag my way into anything. So if you guys want to go to, like, the VIP area, <laughs> I'm your gal. And I genuinely, I was like, so um, can we, I don't know what I thought would be up there, like footballers. And they're like, oh, all right. So they opened it up and there was no, it was an empty room with no bars. So we're like, who wants to go back downstairs? <laughs> 
to get the drinks because we're alone. So that, yeah, it's pretty special. Anyway, so it was doing really well. It allowed them to have domestic servants who taught little John French and German. Um, I don't know if those are euphemisms. I think it's just the languages. Um, and he received a very good education. But before all this, as a young teen, John fell in love with his neighbor, Caroline. Ooh. Now, how, wait, how old is Caroline? Do you know, refreshingly... Is, is, Car- the case? is Caroline a human? <laughs> refreshingly, they were the same age. They were both 13 oh, when they met and fell in love, cute. which is... Yeah, sometimes it's really gross, but this I time... I really no. refreshing. No. <laughs> so far, nothing terrible. Yeah. So far, nothing terrible. Um, John's parents fought constantly. And when John was 16, his mother left his father. Ooh. And I just threw that in there because it's a bit unusual for yeah. the time. It um, is stressful to run a pub, though. You're, just, you're never off duty. I can't yes. imagine. I can't imagine. Ugh. That's all I have to say. Tiger, tiger, I salute you. Um, To all the tigers. Um, Around the same time, after his mom leaves his dad, John makes a decision about his own relationship with Caroline. What do you think he decides? At 13. Oh, he's 16 now. He's 16 now. What am I going to do? He's all... (laughs) Can't live like this anymore. She, you <laughs> nag and you nag. <laughs> the sex life is just fucking yeah, dried up. I want to buy her Sorry, a sticker book, see, but I don't you know which one she wants. <laughs> you have a headache every night. <laughs> Sorry, they're sixteen. Okay, they're sixteen, so they're fully fully grown up. <laughs> they can drink in Leicester Square. <laughs> they're grown up with a briefcase. With a briefcase. I mean, I'm assuming he pr- proposes marriage. Um, I think that he thinks, right, we're going to lock this down. Maybe we'll take over the pub and it will be kind of like a Oh, he a wants thing. to rebuild the family that he's lost. <gasps> yes. Yeah, beautiful. Okay. I, I think that he suggests that they elope to Canada. Oh, okay. Just a change of scene. All right. Ooh, okay. Um... I just feel like maybe open relationship with a <laughs> yeah. maybe mum's progressive. Yeah, yeah, he's conf- he is in love, but he's also feeling confused about the mother wound, and he's just he's all over yeah. the shop. He doesn't want to lose. He her. wants a throuple. Wow. Let's just go, Polly. Yeah. Love it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see your separation, and I will raise you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in the funniest way. In Canada, maybe I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> in the funniest way, hold that thought. Uh oh. Um, he does propose. Well done, yes. Anna George. Um, but her family are not keen on this. Why? Why would they oppose she's this? she's 16. <laughs> no, that is not a problem. The age is fine. Because he comes from a broken home and mm. it's 18 something and that's frowned on. Okay. So they're yeah. like, his mum Or they can, if he's a neighbour, they probably heard them arguing and they're like, no, they're Ooh. scumbags. Oh. You'll have a terrible life with an argumentative family. Don't marry him. Oh, I like that. It's hard because they could be different classes, but if they live next door to each other, it suggests that they both can afford the same kind of house. Yeah. Very good detective work. That is good detective work. What can I say? Detective class analysis. You cannot touch my butt. But actually, the pub landlord people have done well through hard work, so they might be nouveau riche. And the Caroline family might have always been able to afford the house, so they might be looking down their noses. Do you know what, Katie Wilkins? I'm just going to stop everybody because you have hit it right on the head there. I feel like it was group work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's nice. Thanks, Credit to the team. Um, Yes, they see him as low status because his parents own a pub. 
And they're nouveau riche. It's exactly that. And they're oh. old money. So they're like, even though, you know, they're equal financially, they're like, yeah, but they've got that tacky suede headboard. Yeah. They yes, keep the footballer's they... wife's territory, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They've got champagne glasses from Sainsbury. <laughs> they keep screaming at each other. Yeah, it's Quite a, a no Bichon from Fries. us. Yeah. Yeah, they okay. don't know how to pronounce canaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crudites. They say crudites, for Christ's sake. Um, but Caroline wants to be with John, so they become secretly engaged. Oh, okay. Love this for them. Yep. <laughs> now, John, John has to make his own money, so he heads off for work for a few years, and that work involved a lot of travel. So we're now in like the 18... 18- somethings <laughs> I can do the math Six, seven, like 1870s now okay yeah so he heads off for work for a few years involves a lot of travel what was his job what kind of job back then would involve a lot of travel in the navy <laughs> okay I appreciate and will give extra points for anything delivered by a song <laughs> I really will <laughs> oh why <laughs> He works. He works at various branches of the YMCA. I, excellent, excellent. Or he could be a construction worker. He's he could a, be a Native he's American. A, he's he the area be. manager of the YMCA. <laughs> he has to check all the branches up to code. Oh my gosh! Any advance on that? Again, on my history is so bad. I'm thinking someone like shoe healing, like shoes. You know, like the little Timpson man, like a cobbler. Cobbler, yeah. shoe man. <laughs> a cobbler, a traveling cobbler. A business shoe man. Love it, love it. Well, Hannah George, um, he was an indentured servant on a ship. Oh. So you were the closest. Mm, wait, scurvy. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait, he... Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> Katie's got some questions. When people would be like sold off into indentured servitude against their will or they'd be sent there as like a prison sentence it's kind of wild isn't it i've got this great idea for a job i actually think the money was pretty good despite that title i think he was like i will bring in a lot of money on my own doing this tough job the whole thing is it because i suppose you're locked in for seven years or whatever and then you're free but like the whole point is that it's terrible. It's so funny because I cut this little detail out, but oh. apparently as a child, he would go and stay with his grandfather in Brighton and stare across the sea, and he really glamorized oh. this idea of being on a ship. Oh, and yeah. I never dreamt that this would come up, but now I'm pulling the fact back. Because <laughs> it's relevant. And then he got in the ship, and he was like, well, this sucks. Like, he was really naive about it. Do you know what? I, I feel like if someone proposed to me and then was like, just going to nip off for seven years and didn't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, do you really, do you really want to it feels sort of like you'd do anything yeah. other than spend the time with me. So I'd rather be with rats. messages here. Yeah. She's also, like, I got money. You want to yeah. go be with rats? Can you pop back for holidays? No. <laughs> I can't remember how quick they get around. I have no gone? idea what the rules are. No, I think he was gone. You're gone. Because he went far because after three years, the ship docks in Sydney where John is approached by a few men about something, this encounter changes his life forever. So your next question is, who were these men and what did they want? Was it Steve Irwin? (laughs) (laughs) It's a job at the zoo and he becomes a zookeeper. This is nice for him, I think. I've got a feeling it's not that. (laughs) It might have been Steve Irwin's great, great... Grandfather, you never know. Yeah. I like this. Okay, so a job at the zoo from Hannah. <laughs> Wrangling. I was crops. really thinking something circus based. Oh. Mm. 
Okay. That sort of thing. Strong man, things like that. Moustaches. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I definitely couldn't be a history teacher on like that nice. old thing over there. <laughs> you know, lions, mouths, um, tight ropes. Maybe um, they, like they know that he can speak French and German and they're like... Ooh, someone's could, been listening. We could, <laughs> someone has been listening. <laughs> <laughs> we could use a guy like you. And... And and they just want to use them for his yeah, language. We need you to translate, please, for the okay. YMCA that we're opening in Germany. <laughs> Very good. I'd like this to give. Fine. We don't even keep points, but then we pretend that we do. I'd like to give the point, the imaginary point, to any of you, but none of you are close. They were Mormons. Oh, hello. My name is Elder Price, and I would like to share with you the most amazing book. Hello. John reads the Book of Mormon, and he is sold. He gets baptized then and there, and so does his best friend from the ship, whose name is Ebenezer DeFreezer. <laughs> oh, no. And that was the moment that I accepted this case into my heart. <laughs> that has got to be a prime. Yeah, surely. Oh. There's a chance there's no R in the end, and I just saw the R, and it's just Ebenezer DeFreeze, but he's going to be Ebenezer DeFreezer. Can we all accept that? Because it sounds like a Dickensian rapper. Yes. <laughs> in my children's book version of this story, it's Ebenezer DeFreeze. Holla if you got cholera. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, do you think though, just to say, ooh. I don't know why I'm on John's side here, just before he obviously takes a U-turn, like very impressionable, very passionate. Oh He's my like, gosh! I love this girl. I'm getting married. I'm going to be a businessman. I'm getting on the ship. I've read a book. I'm, I'm, I don't. I just want to give him yeah. a couple of brownie points before we. He, come he, under the, he just the murder he does whatever's whatever's whatever the last thing to do. He does whatever they say. And passionately, so, yes. Full hog. Oh, yeah. I completely get it. And you've been isolated on a ship, and these nicely dressed men are like, "Here's a book for you to read. It's pretty succinct, as I understand it. It's a short little book, the Book of Mormon, compared to the Bible, <laughs> isn't it? It's pretty short." Yeah. Also, though, like if somebody proposes the wives to me, thing. then they go for seven <clears throat> years, and then they're like, "I'm becoming a Mormon," which makes me think, "So you want more wives? <laughs> oh, this isn't going well for, for yeah. me back home for Caroline. Caroline, well, well off. Yeah, you. It's been very triggering for Hannah. <laughs> in the most respectful way, I do wonder how early on they pitch the like, "There's multiple wives. There's multiple wives." Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's what an appeal. What an appeal. Whatever it was. You're in charge of them. Whatever it was. Um, they decide to quit the ship and they move somewhere. Where do Ebenezer and John move Wait, to? Where do two hot young Mormons? They've broken <laughs> their contract with the indentured servitude, though. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, mean, a, that's a sound point and it has been noted. I mean, the whole point about indentured servitude is that you, you have a contract now, you're like, right. You're I right. just... They, and, yep. He's That's playing loose and fast with the indentured servitude. Playing the God card. Playing the God wow. card. God has called me away from my contract. So does he stay in Australia? He does not. Okay. Oh, he's going to move else. without boat. We don't know. A new boat. There's multiple boats. <laughs> There's one boat. He can get a new boat. <laughs> he swam. <laughs> oh, I, pissed off the, I pissed off the boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one boat in 18. We don't know what fucking year we're in. <laughs> He's gonna go to America, is he? That's where all the yeah. other Mormon are. Okay. Oh, I don't, yeah, actually, in terms of or, Mormons, yeah, I, what? Salt Lake City, maybe. Does he? Mm. Oh, they go. Ding, ding, ding! Oh, wow. The actual epicenter of the Church of Latter Day Saints. They moved okay. to Salt Lake City. 
Um, and then this is just interesting. They learn that the ship that they had been sailing on for years was shipwrecked after they disembarked. Oh. Oof. Yeah, I know. Spooky. Well, I mean, it seems like the uh, God's done that. (laughs) It seems like it must be God. Um, John sends a letter to Caroline back in England. What do you think this letter says? I am a Mormon. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. And a Mormon just believes. <laughs> this is genuinely where I'm going to be getting all my facts I'm from so this episode. Glad. I'm so glad. I was hoping we'd have some, some singing. <laughs> my name is Elder Miles. <laughs> my name is Elder um. Freezer. <laughs> Ebenezer de Freezer. So he, he's gonna, he writes to Caroline. Writes to Caroline and what back does he in say? England. Yeah, what does he say in this letter? Would you like to be my first sister wife? Okay. Mm. All right. I believe in a thing called love, and I think that that I agree that I think that if this this wouldn't stop him having Caroline in his life, Mm. so I think he says, "Get on the next ship, baby." Yes, (laughs) baby, (laughs) baby. I think he says, "I I love you. It's going really well. Can I have another seven years?" I think he just, you know, he still needs a space. He's he's an avoidant. He's an avoidant. Oh wow! Yeah, you know what I mean. I need some Mormon time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like me time. Yeah, yeah, this. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, his letter says, "I'm ready to marry you," and I'm a hot Mormon now. So your parents can put that up their snobby pipes and smoke it. Uh, but guys, John doesn't hear back. Oh. From Caroline, she doesn't write back. Drunk women solving crime. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bet get 30, bet get 20, 20, 20, bet get 20, 20, bet get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. <laughs> John and Ebenezer, sing with me if you got TB, are called upon by the president of the church himself, Brigham Young. 
I know. Brigham is building a new church, and the letters have arrived. I don't know why this cracks me up so much. The letters for the church sign have arrived, and they're so gigantic that no one thought through, like, how the fuck are we going to get them up <laughs> on this big building? And what does, it, we... does it say the Church of Last Day Saints? I have no idea what it says. That's really annoying, but it must. Yeah. Church. It says at least. <laughs> at the very least, it, it says church. church. Yeah. Exclamation mark. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so he calls upon John and Ebenezer specifically to figure out what to do with these giant letters. Why would he call on them specifically to sort out these giant letters? Ooh, were they carpenters on the ship, maybe? Have they learned mm-hmm. some carpentry? Okay. All right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> They've got the biggest hands. <laughs> <laughs> Done such clever detective work, so I like, big Willie's big hands. <laughs> Hello, I've got the biggest hands. <laughs> all the better for all my wives. <laughs> I mean, sure. Maybe everyone had vertigo and they were bravely, like, not scared of heights. Ooh, okay. I'm assuming that it's a high up. Yeah, Do you know same. what? You're, I mean, you're all on the right track, okay. ultimately. Because Good it was about, it. they had worked on a ship. They had worked on a ship together. So, yes, they were <laughs> fine with heights. Specifically, they were good with ropes and pulleys. So they're like, no, no, guys, guys, we got this. We know how to rig this up and set it up. So the whole community just sit and watch as these two young guys put up giant letters on a church. And suddenly, (laughs) oh, they are the town hotties. It is Magic Mike all over again. Oh, it's Magic Mike. (laughs) (laughs) They've got their their pick of the Mormon pussy. (laughs) Oh, Magic Brigham. Also, I said so seriously, thank you. (laughs) Like Brigham Young as well. I I didn't realize it was exactly at that time because, like, there's a whole song about him in the things. Oh, he's a a big wig. He's a big deal. Um, So, this attracts the ladies. And there are two sisters, Emily and Julia, Mm -hmm. who are both interested in John. Um, Emily's older, Julia's younger. I don't know their exact ages, but I remember it's not too creepy. Um, <laughs> Emily's older, Julia's younger. Which one does John get engaged to? Both of them, because he can. Mm. Oh yeah. So they're like okay. sister sister wives. He's, okay. Yeah. Ooh. He's got He's got to let Ebenezer have one of them. Come okay. on, bros before hoes. <laughs> that's, that's chapter three in the book of Mormon. <laughs> Ebenezer de Freezer, you I'm, just want to please her. <laughs> Sorry, it never stop. It'll never stop. I, maybe he goes for the younger one. I thought young, yeah. Okay. That's, that's what people are obsessed with. Oh, Hannah, yeah. you just know the Mormon ways so well. He both, gets against both, both. the boy. Wow. It's the Church of Latter-day Saints. You don't have to choose. Um, you can have all the muff you want. You can have all the muff you want. I don't know what happened to Ebenezer DeFreezer. Maybe he went on to marry Janet McPlanet and Susie <laughs> Labuzzi. Uh, John? John kicks him to the curb. Yeah, now wait, he, now he's disappear. getting some. He doesn't give a shit about Ebenezer. No, no, they're still mates. They're oh, they're still probably chilling out. Okay, there's okay. no, there's no conflict. There's lots of sisters to go around. Don't the, worry. The crime in this was just that he sort of like really fucked over his mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just he's, a, he's just a bit of a fuck boy, really. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> he's a real fair weather Mormon. <laughs> uh, so John heads back to England to look after his father, who's very ill, and he runs into someone. Who is it? Well, Caroline. It's, yeah, it's Caroline. Well, it's Caroline, isn't it? It's Caroline, isn't moment it? In the rain. It's Caroline, isn't it? More importantly, what does she say? Get out of my heart! <laughs> Get out of my What's going on? Drop your trousers? Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
You have got very much. Sorry, it's on my mind. brain. I'm still thinking about the first gun. <laughs> no, 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 that's fair enough. Crouch down. Crouch down behind the industrial bin. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. She she says none of those things. I've got. A, <gasps> she had a kid. Oh, she has not. Oh, I've got a feeling single. that the Lee letter is really. Oh, oh, her parents <laughs> never gave. She's elected to heroin. <laughs> yes. Yeah, me and Hannah have blown this wide open. Oh, what? 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 Her parents. Sorry. We think her parents intercepted the letter. She never got <gasps> it. Yeah. Oh, very good. <laughs> Sorry, I touched her shoulder. Yes, please. <laughs> Female workplace. Yes. <laughs> we well. get consent. <laughs> Afterwards, we <really. laughs> <laughs> Sorry, take it back. Take it back. May I high five you? in a rewind fashion. Um. Do you know what she says? She says, John, I accepted your proposal. I wrote back to you and you never got back to me. Ah, Royal Mail. (laughs) (laughs) And the crime is the Royal Mail not delivering the letter. Her parents didn't post it, maybe. Well, we don't Mm. know. We don't know. But John didn't receive the letter, didn't get the reply, but he's stunned. What does he do? Well, he marries her as well. He's like, you can be my third sister wife. Okay. Mm. Okay. I th- I think she's quite up for it, yeah. They're like first okay. loves. It's a very powerful one, isn't it? Even when you realise later you've got, got absolutely nothing in common, it's it's a strong one. Okay. Well, he's, he does indeed say, let's get married. You're going to have to come get baptised. Oh, okay. With me in Salt Lake City. i got a couple of other ladies lined up. How does that sound? <laughs> See, it's an open relationship, isn't it? Yeah. 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 You see? Sorry, absolutely blow my thing. We could go back, please, guys. I was very wise. That's why I said, weirdly, hold that thought. Um, And she said, it sounds awful. But but within the confines... You were like, I've seen that show, no. (laughs) Within the confines of societal norms and expectations, as well as limited economic prospects, if I remain unmarried, the answer is a reluctant yes. Oh. So sweet. No. So I assume oh, she said no. that. That's Political the reply. saddest, <laughs> saddest. She's. I'm she, sure she said yes faster than that, but no, she was a bit like, okay. She doesn't want to, but she thinks she's out of options. It sounds like yes. that's how it went down. So never, they go back. To never Utah. do that. Anyone listening, never go out with somebody that your gut tells you you don't want. No, it's yes. true. Yes. Yes. Oh, true. Full of advice on this podcast, yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> we just, if you're going to shit behind a dumpster, make it very clear <laughs> what your intentions. <laughs> I'm going for a poo. Business women, this is a poo. <laughs> so really, what we're, really what we're saying in both things is uh, trust your gut. Is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> now. When Emily and Julia, the sisters to whom he is engaged, find out about Caroline, Julia, who is the youngest, decides that she's out. And there's a reason why being the youngest wasn't appealing in this scenario. What is that reason? Wait, the youngest decides that she's out, that he's going to bring Caroline across. The youngest sister decides, I'm out. I'm not going to be engaged to you anymore. You guys, you guys do do your thing. As in have have my sister and Caroline, but I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Why would being younger be... Is it be... hierarchical in the sense that if you're the oldest wife, you get the most perks? Okay. Mm. Huh. Yeah, well, that would make sense. If if the youngest has the least rights, and then she's the youngest of three instead of the youngest of two. Yeah. I Correct. <laughs> Well, basically, according to the church, you're supposed to marry the wives in order of eldest to youngest. And Mm -hmm. your first wife has very special status in particular. So the eldest 
It's like the only time it's better to be the older woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so well, Julia's like, I'm out. Like, I have better prospects. I don't want to be a third. Right. Yeah, you yeah. You guys have fun. So they're not married yet then? No, nobody's married yet. They're all just um, engaged. Okay, class. Yeah. Does they do anything else with their days? It feels like she's marriage, marriage, also, marriage. He could have not married them and just stick with Caroline if he's not. I know. And also, <laughs> I know. But, but like, also, what if? Because Mormons could have a bunch of, like, say you're a Mormon, you've got two wives, mm-hmm. and then you're like, well, we've been together five years now, but I want a new one. You're, you don't, you haven't married them all together. You're allowed to marry one five years later. And like, Believe what so, if yeah. that one is sixty and older than all the other ones? Like, do you ha- can they, can you only marry one if they're younger than That's the other? That's a wives? good question, and I can't speak for the book. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like they wouldn't replace the first wife yeah. in that scenario if you're engaged to all of them at the same time. But I don't know, man. Mm. My answer is I don't know, man. Um, but this causes huge conflict between Caroline and Emily because Caroline. Emily is older than Caroline. Okay, so okay. Caroline. So she has the right to be the first wife and Caroline's livid because she's like, just because this woman's older than me means that I get fewer rights. You know, I was your first love, but because I'm younger, that's going to be held against me. She's pissed off. She tries to plead her case to the church. They say rules rule Caroline. So she does agree to marry John, but with one stipulation. What is the stipulation? She has to be the first wife. She has to be the first wife. Okay. Bold. Bold. (laughs) She gets to choose the music for the first dance. <laughs> oh my god, how do they do a first dance? <laughs> With all three of them. It's yeah. a circle. It could, it could be it's YMCA. It could be, it could be. We've got all the way around. Something quite sweet. Macarena would be nice. Yeah, yeah it's sweet. Nice. It's Good the Macarena on that It's very egalitarian and it feels like there's a lot of hierarchy going on here. And then everyone can go, hey, Macarena. Yeah, okay, it's perfect. I like first I'm dance. There. I like it. <laughs> I'm well, gonna make the first dance. If it's not too smutty, I think she's like only, only I, only me and him have oral sex. So we both can that. have cheeky boom boom, but the oral kit's for me and oh, him. I love that. Sorry, is that too saucy? No, no, okay? I love that. Not I dropped the C bomb. I thought that might be yeah, okay. Yeah, not at all. But, yeah. but I would be clear that it's like... I love like, the specificity of that. I would be yeah. like, but that's you, John, just doing it to me. I, was I don't have to say. do it to you. <laughs> like, that yes. is you on me. No, no, blo- no blossoms, mate. I have to blow you every day. You're my first wife. How to be made first wife. <laughs> I love that. Sorry to lower the tone, but it just, it feels right. Oh, we I love could be right. I mean, this is, the, the negotiation the must be high. what they, ha- this is the whole thing, isn't it? They would have to discuss this. Yeah. Ooh. I think you're right. Thanks, Katie. Well, for <laughs> Hannah, I think you were the closest yes. in that she agreed, mm. well, she agrees, she agrees to get married to him, but she, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She wants to have her own wedding reception mm-hmm. as though she's the only bride because traditionally the first wife would be there oh, as a part of it. She's like, no, I want my own wedding. Denial's own not going to help you now. There's a That's little true. bit of, I can make this work. People yeah. make stuff work. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, imagine if the first wife was like a vegan or something and you had to get her a special <laughs> meal. <laughs> oh, it'd be so annoying. Oh, isn't she's lactose intolerant, is she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck those people at a wedding, man. <laughs> I recently got married and if you came to my wedding it was fun doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> but 
that you could have just bought your own sandwiches if you're gonna <laughs> make, like I told you to make, in the invite. <laughs> you're gonna make Hannah do legwork. Outrageous. Oh, I'm hungry. I Fuck love off. the idea of a vegan invite. Bring your own sandwich. <laughs> bring your own sandwich. Yeah. Sort yourself out. Much but, you get, but you get to choose, like eat meat or bring your own fucking sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day celebrating our love. It's unbelievable to the other wife would be there. Do they get, like, are they a part of the wedding or they just sort of, like, sit in, like, like the woman in black style just in the corner, like, yeah, hissing? Yeah, right. Like, I'm can they, do they sure, just, yeah. I think they're so very much, I think they're very much a part, like, of part of she's it. She's like the one in, um, in Succession that's marrying the oldest one that's trying to be a politician. I can't remember her name. It's Connor. Do you know what? I love Connor. the fact you're not mm. capable of doing a spoiler because you can't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, actually, carry on, moving on. <laughs> moving no, swiftly on, actually, I'm completely blanked. <laughs> Breaking bad? No, I don't know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> he does the thing with the stuff and sells it to so the, the stuff. <laughs> the people that know will have really enjoyed that reference. <laughs> if you can decipher me, well done. <laughs> so John, John agrees to this. They've got their special day. But John has invited Emily anyway. Oh. Mic drop, whoa. Yeah. Without telling Caroline. Oh, this oh, is I know. Shitty. I know, it's like friends if Ross had been a Mormon. And has he, do- <laughs> has he done that thing where she doesn't know until all of the group are there so she can't yeah. kick up a fuss yeah. in public? Yeah. Like, you know when people like 100%. take people to restaurants to be yes. given the bad news. You're in the dress, don't ruin the dress, don't yes. ruin the dress. He does just that. Um, oh, wow. So when Emily shows up, Caroline's furious. She refuses to marry John. Ooh, good, good. Yes, good for her. She takes it a step further. What does she do to get her revenge on John? Go down on me now. <laughs> it's in the Now, in front of everyone here, your friends, your family, yeah. your work colleagues. I, I, I don't know. Public or Go down that? on me like a first yeah. wife. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, lowering the tone. I apologize. Brenda, I apologize. But <laughs> oh, yeah, Brenda. You, forgot you are, Brenda. Brenda, you are a big fan of the podcast, so I assume you knew what would happen. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Brenda, love you. <laughs> but is, is there anything that public oral sex can't fini- finish? <laughs> Not really. Oh, oh, I don't oh, think dear. I can finish. It finishes? <laughs> no, I couldn't finish. Oh, oh, that would be me. <laughs> oh, I can't talk words. <laughs> Uh, what does she do to get oh, revenge? Well, sort of. I feel like you want us to say murder. Mm. But so, do I? Well, I don't. I mean, yeah, I'm projecting. Sure. Um, maybe you want to say would, murder. What would be revenge? What would be revenge? Does she bang Ebenezer? <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> does she do like a solo macarena? And she's so sexy that everyone wants her. <laughs> yeah. Hey, macarena, macarena, macarena. She provides her own music as well. Just, <laughs> yeah. just her singing and dancing at the same time. <laughs> Nobody knows the words. So she's dubba, 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 she don't like them. She likes them. Oh, Macarena. <laughs> my, um, my, my kids have got weirdly obsessed with the Macarena. And they... they yes! There's they, no weirdly about my, it. But, my, but, my, uh, but the, the five-year-old, like, the, the eight-year-old can sort of do it, but the five-year-old joins in. And it's just like the, the waist. Oh, yeah, it goes, feels a bit weird. He goes, do the Macarena. Oh, <laughs> Oh, and he wiggles his little hips. I've got this. Oh man, it's, this is for another time. I took, a, I took a video and it was really funny. That was they, very they cute. Kept going up. Oh. And then they were getting so annoyed with each other. Oh. 
fun. Oh. It's weird when they discover these things, though, because yeah. mine did, too. She's like, oh, my God, I found the best song, and it has a dance. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. And you just can't escape these, like, cultural landmines. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And they loop. They loop. That will probably go on for oh, a year, yeah. 18 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Let's try again. Yeah. It's mine plays. Mine plays Live and La Vida Loca. Like, it's oh. this fresh song, and I'm like, oh, my God. We haven't got the other one they've got is We Will Rock You they've got into. Well, I oh, support that. That's that? a great Or just as a general... They, they it's kind of a clap Yeah, they can do that. I will tell you what she does for revenge. She has him arrested for bigamy. Oh, that's a Ooh. loophole then. Isn't it? Because even though within the church having multiple wives is allowed, it's illegal under US law. Yes. So she well, knows this is a way to get to him. How come all the Mormons aren't in prison now if they change this law? Oh, that's a good point. Well, that's a conversation for another time. The case goes to court. <laughs> Please listen to extras. <laughs> we'll Google that and put it on Patreon. <laughs> join Patreon. You can Google it yourself, but, you know, join Patreon. <laughs> I think a lot of them don't get legally married. I think they do the ceremony within the... But I'm, oh. I'm just basing this on a documentary I saw about a very... Uh, Taylor, you're giving away free Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So bad at this. The case goes to court and they decide to hide Emily. This is ridiculous. They literally hide Emily somewhere during the trial. Where do they hide her? Like within the courthouse? No. Oh. Wait, sorry, I did miss the key one. They is in, he's got his hands on her. No, is in like witness protection. They're hiding her. They hide her. To, like, to uh, pretend like, what what second wh- wife? Wh- what, what Emily? Uh, what do you mean? Like no evidence. Yeah. Oh, I mean, where could, where could, oh, do they hide her in one of the big letters? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. in the E. She has to be, she has to be an L shape, right? Yeah, just like this. <laughs> Why did I choose a Q? <laughs> it's really bad on my ankle, a little flick. Um, oh, that's a very good show. I wish it was that. In the, in the market <laughs> square? I just feel like, you know, a square. Just a bit of a historical, the square. It does they give her, like, a fake moustache? And a top hat and a monocle. Mm. Well, and they say her name is Tom. <laughs> she's hiding in a big pile of hay. Oh, on a farm. That's so wholesome. They chuck it's quite her nice, in a pile actually. of she hay. Feels very self-care. Yeah. Um, I will tell you, John is found guilty. Wow. Of bigamy, but they, they appeal. Is it because they find Emily? Mm. It is not because oh. they find Emily. Ooh. Emily is hiding in that hay like a champ. <laughs> like an um, absolute hamster. Just like. but... <laughs> He's got a big water going. bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just go over there. Just leave me, actually. <laughs> She's in a wheel again. Get her now. <laughs> Living my best life. She's absolutely loving it. The reason that we even have this much information and that anyone has written out the stories because this case goes all the way to the Supreme Court. Okay. Yeah. And they try to argue, um, not on the basis of beliefs or religion, their entire case rests on, hey, you're married to two women. No, I'm not. You can't find her. I think I fucked up when I said that Caroline didn't marry him. I think they technically got married, even though she marched off. Sorry. They technically legally got married. Um, Is he found guilty by the Supreme Court using this defense? 
What the defense of what second woman? No, you can't prove it because she's could be in some hay, right? <laughs> living her best hamster life. I feel like living my best hamster life. Sorry, I, mean, I was thinking my kid again. I currently mm. have very little faith in the Supreme Court, Agreed. so I I really don't know what the hell they're going to do. Oh, but it was fantastic at the turn of the century. In, in, yeah, <laughs> oh, justice, justice, justice. Years. Three days, total diplomacy. Also, okay. like the whole. I would say the whole sort of like thing of of marriage and stuff like that is there's a certificate there's a paper trail Mm. like you don't have to sort of go yes i'm divorcing you and here i am as a person because i exist like Mm. presumably i think he is found guilty you'd think so wouldn't you but he's not found guilty (gasps) and it's all because they insisted on emily's testimony Mm. To prove that they were married, but she won't come out of the hay. She's loving it. You don't have to testify against your spouse. Oh, the irony. She. It's like if she testifies, they're married. But if they're not married, then they can't testify. And then, but that means they are married. And then, oh, it's a big thing. What's the snake that eats itself? Oh, it's a human sense. It's a paradox. I think in Latin it's the human centipede. <laughs> no, it begins, it begins with an O, but I'm going to go with paradox. Mm. Um, I do like this bit a lot because she just kind of fancied living on this farm in the hay so long that she doesn't come back right away. Even though he's free, like he's kind of stuck for a while because she's like, maybe I'll just stay in the hay. But eventually... She does come back and they have 11 children. Whoa, Whoa. easy tiger. 11 children. So I'd like to ask for a moment of silence for Emily's pelvic floor. (laughs) Um, John's life went on. He never married anyone else because he didn't want to take the risk because he's kind of under Yeah, there's a lightning rod. Yeah. He died in 1925. We don't know what happened with Caroline. But as Brenda herself said in the email to us, she's really the hero Mm. of the story in a way for sort of getting sucked into something but then going enough and setting a boundary so I think we should raise a glass to brave Caroline for standing her ground because we really need to do that not just with Mormons but with more men Yes. <laughs> yes, Brenda. Drunk women solving crime. Now, we've got a listener crime. This is from Soraya from Switzerland. Uh, dear drunk women, I'm writing to you concerning an incident that involves a penis drawing on a digital whiteboard. I'm in. <laughs> Uh, she writes, with your expertise on dick jokes, I am certain you can help me solve this case. Thank you, Soraya. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Best thank wishes you. Thank you. <laughs> thank After dropping the willy bomb. Thank you for coming to us with your dick problems. <laughs> Everybody needs a specialism. Um, I study at an art, music, and design college that has really small classes of students. It was just after lockdown, and the professor was doing a presentation on a digital whiteboard that all six students had access to write and draw on from their laptop. Various things appeared that had nothing to do with the topic. But among these things was a huge drawing of a penis, which was deleted just as quickly as it was drawn. To this day, nobody has owned up to it. (laughs) I am not even part of this class, but they have started (laughs) accusing me, which I am quite sure you will also do. (laughs) You really do listen to the podcast, Soraya. Thank you. What about your mum, Soraya? What about your (laughs) mum? Whoever (laughs) smelt it, dealt it. Yeah. Was she around? Uh, But I never got the access link, so I wasn't able to see, let alone edit the whiteboard. Okay, you're off the hook. She does list the six suspects, which I will read quickly. Ed. Classical singer. You can never be sure how serious they are about something. Mm. Liz, 
jazz slash pop singer. Way too cool to be ashamed of anything. True. Cole, guitarist, will only speak to crack a joke, and the jokes are always top tier. Ooh, Cole. Is he single? <laughs> I'm not. Where's <laughs> <laughs> Forget that. Wow. It's good to check. <laughs> <laughs> Your husband is just two walls away, and yet, and yet you pine. It's the Mormon spirit. Um, Mark, composer for film and music, too polite. Mm. Ooh, I'm getting vibes about Mark, mm. actually. I know. I don't mean to throw him under the bus. Too polite. Really, Mark? Um, Ida, composer, the stylish one, and the one to initiate break times because they are the only smoker. <laughs> Love it. It's not Ida. She doesn't have the time. Uh, she's got an addiction. Forget it. Yeah. I used to smoke. Like, forget it. You're not drawing dicks. <laughs> There's only one thing you want to suck, and it's sweet, sweet nicotine. Um, you know, and finally... <laughs> Just it never goes. It never really? goes. 20 years and I'm still like, God, I'd love one. Okay, Nora. Wait, sorry, dicks or not? <laughs> Nora, classical pianist, has their life together so well, it nearly looks suspicious. Mm. Oh. It's that one, Mark. Yeah. Okay. Nora, always the quiet ones. Yeah, and pianist sounds like penis. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. I do all things that sound like my job. <laughs> yeah, Nora is just a million red flags. Mm. <laughs> it's like the sort of quiet girls and then you find out from some of your comments are like she was an utter minx in the bedroom and I respect that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There's a Jekyll and Hyde approach. I do think it must be. It's not one of the jokesters. It's not the one that needs a cigarette. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's either a, Mark it's or It's a Nora. quiet one who was like, everyone might find this funny and then when they don't I'll quickly raise it and I'll never admit it whereas if it had gone down well they'd be like oh, that was me <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true they were testing the water because they're too shy they can only they'll be the kind of person that's passive aggressive rather than confrontational yeah mm. we should ask whether or not the professor enjoyed his job maybe he or she was mm. trying to uh, you know because that's a suspect right yeah they've got access to interesting. it interesting pretending yeah. that you're like Oh, who did Ooh, that? Yeah. yeah, it's a play. Ooh. It's a. It's Someone a hadn't planned a lesson. Little, yeah, like a cleaner, just doing the thing, and being like, "Can just, I get involved?" And then going, oh, "I'll leave it actually." Oh my like, god, like a way. beautiful mind thing, where it's the yeah. most beautiful it's art yeah, college, maybe, like a beautiful yes. drawing of a penis. Maybe it was genuinely just a just, log and two balls, saw, and I don't know. <laughs> I solved the penis. Who solved <laughs> the penis? Oh my gosh, it's that smart boy That's from Southie. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was just not a penis at all. Yeah, maybe. Oh my can, god. Can, Sorry, can we... No, go ahead. Can, can, can we please focus, actually? <laughs> can we, can we... I can't believe I'm saying this. Can we not check the IP address of whoever did the penis drawing? Yeah. Yes. I mean, you'd think in Switzerland. <laughs> Is anyone else heartened that even in Switzerland people are drawing dicks? Yeah. I, just, yeah. I feel like Switzerland is just so they're, far beyond. They're so agreed. grown up compared to us. Exactly. And I'm like, thank you for drawing dicks, Switzerland. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Did we check whether any of them are British? Because oh. it's, <laughs> it's the That's British it one. It's probably Brits abroad, isn't You're it? You're so yeah. right. Switzerland. If any of them are British, it was, it was that one. Okay, nice. actually, fair point. Who's got the British lineage, Sarai? You've got your answer. Let us know. <laughs> Know who it is we have just enough time whoosh <laughs> god we're good wow <laughs> we have done some amazing work today guys amazing yeah. work but we need to ask joe 
What have you got going on? Where can we find you? What have you got going on? What would you like to plug? Um, you can find me most days in my house. Um, <laughs> I'll give the address to patrons. Um, <laughs> that is three pounds a month. Oh, yes. I love a cup of tea and a little muffin with a stranger. Um, and then uh, I'm going up to Edinburgh with uh, a new stand-up show. Have you guys heard of Edinburgh Fringe? This, uh, oh, you might have dabbled. I, I think it's going to be big. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. It's first year. It's, good. it's an experiment. Um, so it's a new show um, called The Power Hour on at 9.15. Who the hell do I think I am? <laughs> On the lager louts, but you know. No, that's great. What venue? What venue? Assembly. It's in um, oh, this thing called nice. the Box on George Square Gardens. Oh, so, nice. But yeah, Very we'll nice. see what happens. We might be able and to. And what's it about? Do you have like about power? Oh. Yeah, and it's about being a reformed people pleaser in recovery Ooh. who keeps slipping up. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Nice. That sounds pertinent to my interests. <laughs> yes. Katie will be there front row every night. Um, so, yeah. Just to please you. <laughs> just, like, I'm so sorry. Joe seems so nice. I'm so sorry. Wait, this time, this time I'll get it. How do I stop people pleasing? <laughs> I think I'm here for me. Wait. Um, so, yes, everyone very welcome. Lovely to see you there. Brilliant. Yeah, wow. that's awesome. Fantastic. We will see you there. And Joe, thank you so much for having me. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening.